Good morning, everyone. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. I'd like to reflect with you a little bit as we continue our Lenten journey. I'll give you some words, hopefully some food for the soul. Like I always like to say is, you know, we feed our bodies numerous times a day. And so we need to feed our souls numerous times a day. Um, so we can't expect our souls to be strong if we're not feeding our souls, right? We wouldn't, we wouldn't expect that from our body, so why should we expect it from our souls? So God gives us food. And so you got to look at what you're eating. Are you eating having a good spiritual diet? Are you uh, taking the Word of God and sitting quietly for, you know, maybe during lunchtime? Uh, take about 10 minutes to read a little passage, pause a minute, read it again, pause a minute, and, and just start, you know, pondering and entering into what the Lord's saying to your soul. And so sometimes our minds get in the way. Is we, we want to do things. We want to th- right, get things done. But we keep putting off feeding our soul, feeding our soul, feeding our soul. Or our soul's wounded perhaps from some serious sin or, or lesser sins. But sin wounds the soul. Um, it, it damages it. And so we need to maybe go to uh, confession or reconciliation and Ask the Lord to forgive us and heal. You know, the sacrament of reconciliation, right? It's a healing sacrament. So maybe we need to humble ourselves and actually go to the reconciliation, go to the sacrament of confession and, and ask the Lord to forgive us. See, we take responsibility for our choices um, that have hurt others, um, ourselves, and most especially our good, good Father, our loving and amazing God, um, who is... Uh, just head over heels in love with you and I. And so, as we continue our Lenten journey, I'd like to just to ponder and think about, you know, how to sustain and maintain your relationship with the Lord. You know, and one of those things, right, is feeding the soul, um, keeping the soul clean and receptive. You know, sometimes we're doing this... Uh, we're doing this detox now, this 40-day detox, and uh, the last 20 days of Lent here, we're going to actually do a physical detox. And my brother and I have been working on this. Um, if you want to check it out, go to YouTube and just type detox in my last name, Voidhofer, V-O-I-T-H-O-F-E-R. So detox and then Voidhofer, and you'll find right now we have two videos uploaded. We're gonna, we have uh, four more to do, but we're, do, we're talking about health of the body, health of the soul. So we're we're entering into this reality that we aren't just souls, but we're bodies. And how we train our body is going to affect our soul, and how we train our soul is going to affect our body. You know, we're, we're a composite, a body-soul composite, a unity of body and soul. And so, and so you got to care for the body and the soul, right? And so one of the things you think about is like in a detox, at least a body detox, <laughs> And people don't always understand it, but right, how does our body absorb nutrients? Through the, uh, the the intestines, right? They absorb the nutrients. So if our colon is not healthy, um, our our bodies aren't going to absorb the nutrients that are needed. So we got to sometimes right, flush the system. We got to wash. We got we to gotta ask the Lord to cleanse our souls. We got to ask the Lord to help us to have discipline to cleanse our bodies through fasting and prayer and proper nutrition. And so these are things that often we don't think about or even invest in because we often don't see how bad nutrition is affecting us until it's basically expressing itself in some form of sickness or disease. 
So we go, you know, we call that right, chronic illness, repetitive behaviors. I'm um, of poor nutrition, uh, where we're deficient in nutrients in our body, or we're putting toxic things in our body, and at some point in our life that accumulates and it's going to express dis- sickness or disease. So same thing with our soul. Um, we might not see like, oh, what's a curse word here and there, right? Or what's a uh, missing church uh, or, or my prayer one day, it's not a big deal. But what you got to realize is you're depriving yourself of nutrients that are needed to live out uh, the, the faith in Christ, to walk the walk, to live it out. And this is, to me, what makes the whole journey exciting. Because if you don't, you know, it's kind of like, if, if you don't engage, you're going to basically be drugged around by the world. You're going to be controlled by the world and money, bottom line. You know, Jesus says you can't serve God and money. And so you got to step back and you got to look at your life. And you got to ask yourself, am I aware of Jesus in my day-to-day walk? Am I aware that He's actually inviting me and calling me to, to move in certain ways throughout each and every day? That from moment to moment, the Lord is present and the Spirit of God is actually inspiring me or moving me in this or that way. But see, if I've dulled my spiritual senses through not having a good spiritual diet or I'm toxic in my soul, then my spiritual senses see are dull. So I'm not going to be as attentive to those movements of the Holy Spirit. I know in my own life, just a, a brief testimony that, you know, when I'm going to confession monthly or even bi-weekly, I go to confession. And when I go to confession and I'm going to Mass um, every day and I'm taking time for prayer, you know, I notice that I'm way more happy. I'm way more peaceful. I carry myself through challenges and trials way better. I have a sense of the risen Lord with me. For example, the other day at Mass, I was holding up the Eucharist, Jesus our Lord, and I just felt like, I don't know how to explain it, but I'm like, He's alive. He's here. I'm holding Him in my hands. God is alive. And so again, you know, I'm always amazed. Again, you go to the 630 Mass or churches around the, the city and you, you'll find uh, people coming to Mass every day. These people come, before they go to work, they come to the 630 Mass or 6 a.m. Mass, whatever it is, at their parish. But this, this reality, again, of just training the soul, I'm giving the soul the needed nutrients, the body the needed nutrients. And then we become ultimately better servants of our families, of our spouses, of our children, um, even of our enemies, we, we become servants of the Most High. And so this is exciting because, again, when your soul's cared for, you have a more, you're attuned more to the living Jesus. You know, as I just can't walk through the day, I don't even have to think real hard sometimes, right? Like, I know He's with me. You get into the rhythm of the awareness that He's just, just right there. And you can just close your eyes at any moment and just be with Him and He with you. And so with that, also just a little nugget with your prayer. You know, if you're praying the rosary, the chaplet, or some devotional prayer, or you're reading scripture, don't think of it as, or or going to church or whatever you're doing, but don't think of it as, okay, I have five more minutes and then I'm done, or I'm almost done. Um, Think of it as, as long as I'm praying that rosary, I get to be with Mary and Jesus. Be with them. Visit with them. As long as I'm praying that chaplet, I get to visit and be with our Lord. I'm at the cross. I'm there with Him, comforting Him and consoling His, his pierced heart. Okay? 
or I'm, I'm at Mass. I get to be with God. And, and these are just little thoughts, but can, they can shift our, our experience or awareness of reality, of, of what's really happening. You know, what is reality? Is it, is it just getting up, going to work, making money, making sure all these things are going well in the natural world? I think reality is way more than that. And if that's all we're living, we're missing um, 50% or more of the picture. But see, we get busy, right? The devil's not stupid. He knows how to keep us busy and in bondage. You know, busy, busy, busy. I don't know if you've ever heard the uh, acronym busy, being under Satan's yoke. B-U-S-Y, being under Satan's yoke. If you're so busy that you don't have time to care for your soul, one, your priorities are out of whack. And two, you're hurting yourself, your family, and the world, and others because you're not nutri- giving your soul the nutrients and you're not letting God detox you from spiritual toxins, capital deadly sins. And three, you're probably not even aware of it because it accumulates in you. And slowly and little by little, you fade out, fade out, fade out. And you start worshiping the world and the things of the world, the passing things, rather than the giver of all things. And so we become very much out of touch, out of tune. And as it says, we're in the dark. We're in darkness. And God is light. And so I'm inviting you today to just step back. Hopefully just gives you a little bit of a, just something to chew on. And hopefully challenges you and and myself. I'm challenged by what I'm saying myself. The Lord is speaking to us and calling us to be living disciples, apostles of the living faith. It's not a dead faith. It's a living faith. But see, you can't experience the living faith. Faith becomes just rituals if you don't have that relationship. So maybe right now or sometime today when you're alone, fall to your knees and open your arms and look at Him in your heart and say, Jesus, come into my life. Be my Savior, Lord. Lord, I want to I wanna, I wanna know you. I want to give you my life. Come, Lord Jesus, come. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.